1: From the 5th Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. And now, your host, Steve Collins. Hi, welcome to High School Hoops. Coach Collins has gotten his second wind. I can and, tell. And Coach Coach Steger's a b- bit concerned about it. I'm going to have a much shorter intro than I did last week, uh, but uh, let's give a big shout out to our true sponsors. First of all, Um, I'm going to start with teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. If you want to work on your craft, you want to get better. The end of June, I can't imagine a better time to come work on your craft. You can always contact me. You can call with me. No place else is one-on-one 14-day free trial, bar none. Then go over and check out Dr. Dish, the number one shoe machine on the market. Dr. Dish and Coach Collins are going to, I'm going to Minneapolis at some time this spring or uh, late summer or fall We're going to be doing some really cool stuff. That's all I can tell you at this point. Um, But uh, I think all of you, all the listeners and stuff are going to love it, what we're going to do, and it's going to help you. It's actually geared toward people that listen to this podcast. So um, I'm excited. I just uh, finished my outline and kind of sent it up, and then we got to talk to the production people, and and it will be good. So that's my that's – I'm teasing that out. But go over and mention Coach Collins. Um, Get $450 off. They'll take good care of you. If you, if you tell them I sent you high school hoops, coach unplugged one of the 17 podcasts I do because I'm part vampire. Okay. This week's topic is, um, framework, right? Your basketball framework. Some people call it a philosophy. Some people call it a handbook. Some people call it, you know, portfolio. What's your thought on that coach?
0: Uh, I think it's only a framework. I mean, a, a framework is only as good as if you use it. So if it's just a document and it just collects dust for 10 years, it's not very good. Um, I also think it's an ongoing document. I think you as a coach consistently change um, So, and and, and kids consistently change. So I think, number one, it has to be something that you're actually going to use and refer to. It's a and living two,
1: document, is the way I refer to it. It's yes, living, it's that moving. It's a living yes.
0: document, living by, by referring to it and utilizing it, and 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 you know, people being aware of it. Uh, what not only just your players and your parents, but also your coaches, because there's things in, in regards to you know the framework I've created before. Is there's things that I have expectations for coaches and defensive philosophy, offense philosophy. So I, in general. It can be a, a very uh, beneficial thing to have if it's continually a living document.
1: And why do you think a coach needs this? Why? Why do I? Why do I have to sit down? I would rather go sit on the boat, my new pon- our new pontoon, in the middle of the lake and put the put the fishing line over. Why do I need a framework? Why do I need a portfolio coach? I know why I think you need one, but why do you think?
0: Um, I think it provides the necessary structure for kids, and I mean for athletes to be successful. Um, in regards to, I'm talking about a framework of guidelines, game guidelines, substitutions. You know, thinking about all the different um, uh, things that occur in the course of a basketball season, and having those procedures and things in place allows um, for a coach and a program to maximize their full potential for that. For that given season um when things aren't clear to kids when things aren't um uh, when kids don't have a clear expectation of what's expected of them they're not going to be as successful Uh, and so i think that's the key thing of why you want to have a framework um
1: i agree i so here here's my here's my thought i'm going to jump in here for a second. couple things first of all both of us are teachers the framework is kind of the understood um outline of how we're going to do things do things change in my class yes i mean i teach seniors there's that tomorrow's the last day of school like do i let them be on their phone the first you know 90 percent of the school no but we're at the point in the year where their projects are done they took the ap test they're on their phone they're on their phone so the the framework kind of shifts with things but it's an understanding it's it's something we've come to 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 gather together a little bit input from them but mostly from me and um, it, it it just gives me a roadmap. It's a blueprint. Like, here's the way I want my basketball program or team to run. Here's the way I want my classroom to run. Similar, I hand that out. It's the first day of school. I talk about attendance. I talk about turning things in. You know, I, when your gerbil dies, I know you're going to be really sad. Come talk to me. Communication, all those things. So it's a framework. It's a blueprint. So I think that's one reason it's really important because it makes you think about it. And then you were able to communicate it to everyone that's involved, the admins, the the, the athletes, the the parents, all that. Everyone can be involved. That's the first thing. Second thing is <laughs> coaches are hired to be fired. Sorry, guys. It's true. Uh, if you have a framework, then you are ready for your next job interview, your next thing, because... You've already thought about, here's my defensive philosophy. Here's how I want to run my youth program. Here's how I'm going to fundraise. Here's how I'm going to run, you know, um, fall league. Here's how I'm going to run these things. I think that's all. I think, I mean, I haven't applied for a job in 25 years, 26 years. Um, But I still have, I I mean, I could apply tomorrow. I have my resume ready. I have my framework ready. I have, here you go. I could just hand it over. Not that I'm, I love my job, so I'm not applying anywhere. But Um but I've always kept I've always kept that up. I've always updated, I've always pivoted, I've always changed. Um just because I think as it if you're not changing, you know, people used to, you know, go to go to school and horse and buggies too. So I'm sure there was the horse and buggy salesman that didn't like the cars coming along, but things change. That document's gotta change too. You know, what kind of offenses, you know, you and I were talking before, what kind of offenses, what kind of defenses, things like that that we were doing has to change with time so um, I think that's another key aspect of having a portfolio a framework an outline a blueprint a roadmap whatever you want to call this thing Is not yeah, one for page.
0: someone who's just updated theirs it took me oh my gosh two weeks to really it's that different right? you know in a matter of seven years I, mean, I, I want mean, to put th-
1: yours in T Troops at some point too, because I have a bunch of old pr- ones that from T Troops members. So at some point, I'm going to grab yours and put it in there because I think it was, Yeah, when it's, they're all when a little different when it's all done. When you're all done with, yeah,
0: it. um, yeah. you know, and I, I, and I also think you need to start. I think the big thing to you is when you develop a framework, you want to have uh, some some kind of core values. What 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 kind of identity do you want your framework to be? You know, like. You know, a lot of people have three or four key core values that kind of fit, fit their program. Um, and so I think that's another thing when you think about your framework, what what's your team identity and how does it replicate throughout your framework? You know you're gonna say that your uh, your framework is on having a positivity and you read your whole framework and it's not very positive you know, then you have to change it. I mean, if
1: it's punitive, I'm serious. it sounds ridiculous,
0: but you know, you say these things, you know, and you want to build upon those things or, um, and it doesn't match your framework. Then it's just words being words.
1: And I'm going to tell you from an old coach, pick your battles, like pick your battles. What, like, what is your pillar? What do you want? What is like, is it being courteous? Is it, is it, is it keeping things better the way you found them? Like I'm gonna tell you one 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 um one hill my I will die on is is being on time is just one of my things. Now I I get it for not for everyone, but I think it's a I think there's multiple levels, and I tell the players this early. I said, and I in and, and I'll go and I'll I. One of my one of my spring meetings, I had a meeting and I was talking to we have a bunch of you know seniors aren't there, they grad, they're graduating, so I have junior sophomores and some freshmen in there, and I'm having a meeting and, and a, a junior sitting in the front row that's gonna be a senior next year, and I turn to him after I go through my little spiel and summer and all that stuff, and I go, I won't use his name, but I go, player X, what what is um what is Mr. Collins's pet peeve? What's Coach Collins' biggest pet peeve? And he goes, me talking too much it was the whole place cracked up It was pretty funny I go well that's true but and then everyone else jumped in being late but not being on time not like you know Lambo time be early burly. so again I can't I'm not at least as a teacher too it's like I gotta I gotta figure out and that's when you're making this framework figure out what's important maybe it's maybe it's commitment maybe you're taking over a program and they're not coming they're not committed They're football players are just playing whatever that whatever you're going to do you can't have 17 of them you better have one or two um and i talk about why being on time is important and that hey are you going to be on time when you got to hit those free throws at the end are we you know it's the little things it's that's what it is for me um and again it's a communication thing hey snow bad roads i'm going to be five minutes late calls me okay great we don't how you doing, blah, 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 how are the roads, everything okay, I don't want you getting get in like, part of that's the community, so there's multiple levels to, the on time is my pet peeve, but there's multiple levels of things I'm trying to teach them within that pillar that I'm trying to, 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 to teach them as far as the little things, like, did you get that loose ball, did you get the rebound, showing up in time is one of those things, I think they can be big, but I think that's got to go into the framework at some point. What's your thought, Coach?
0: Uh, yeah, for sure. That's basically what I was talking about, you know, um, that those things have to be embedded with everything that you're talking about. If you're talking about character, you, you should be a model character. What does that look like? You know, what does that look like when you're in, in the locker room or, you, or you're or leaving? I, I One thing I've always talked about is leaving a legacy that you're proud of. OK, and so that goes to everything that you do, whether it's your locker room, your benches, everything. Right. You know you want to leave it better than when you found it. And so
1: my mom taught that, me that. So yeah. thanks. Thanks mom. If you're listening to this, But um, that, my parents you know, taught me that. Yeah.
0: Right. And some of those things, you know, as coaches is just good life skills. You know, what are the good life skills that you want to instill not only in your program and as a basketball player, but just great life skills. And I think like you talked about being on time, the, I mean, being early, is really the most preferable, right? Being on time is, we could literally have a conversation about time, but like on time means you're ready to go five minutes before practice starts. Right? You know, right. and people don't understand that sometimes.
1: No, at all. Like zero, they don't understand it. Like, yeah. And as it, and I and I and I and there's multiple lessons I teach about this, but it's some of it's about like showing you know it's respecting other people's time too. Like I go into a whole lesson about. Time is the most valuable resource you'll ever have as a human being. I mean, I go into deep, you know, because time is, you know, everyone has the same 24 hours in a day and we all have a limited amount of it. So um, I get into a whole philosophical thing about time. And then when you're late, what is that saying to the other people's time? Um, so there's a lot of different levels there with uh, with that. But anything else with that, Coach?
0: Um. I feel like sometimes your framework, you can separate it. You don't always have to have one continuous document. I think it can be really kind of, um, if you have, like, I'm just looking at my old framework here. I think my framework is 12 pages and I'm sure some other people's are a lot longer, you know? Um, the other thing is making sure that it's easy for people to read. Um, I think readability. I don't like bullet points. I like things that are listed in numbers. Um, uh, I've I've tried even in my framework to start using uh, images of like, let's say we're talking about defensive philosophy, and I've been talking about how I really like um I'm um I, I like uh, to more run of a pack style uh, defense with no baseline driving. So I have a couple images of that on my defensive philosophy. So like finding ways to make it visually appealing. I know that sounds a little extra, but I think it goes a long way with people reading and looking at it. Um, so finding that, um, that, that, the, that readability is huge.
1: I think so too. Yeah. It, 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 it's it, just
0: a whole narrative of like, I'm looking at some of the other ones that you've got to choose. Some of them are like, just like these long chapter books of just pure, like, I don't want to read a chapter book. I want to be able to, I want to see bullet points. I want to see, you know, things in easier text features where it's easy for me to read and understand, you know, because there's no way people are going to read it unless it's visually appealing. Well,
1: and the thing is, if you're going into an interview, you better make it easy for them. I mean, those people are as busy or busier busier than you, so um, you got to make it so it's easily accessible for them. Um, Otherwise, again, if it's in a pile of two or three interviews, you want it it to be them to be able to look at it fast. Um, Right. What, you know and and to be honest with you if you are applying for some of those jobs it's like how are you dealing with um how are you dealing with parents how are you dealing with communication how are you dealing um with all of those things i think that's super that's extremely important um yeah yeah. So, when,
0: when it comes to interviews i think those type of things are even more important for the interview purpose than a lot of the time about defense and offense philosophy Right, I think they want to know that you know the game, but they also want to know, is, are you going to be able to handle the things that are coming at you uh, in a professional way that's not going to embarrass the
1: school or, you know. <laughs> you know. Right. You want to make the, the admin's job as easy as possible, to be honest with you. Right. <laughs> and if you're going to make it harder, then they're not going to want to do it at all. Yeah. They're not going to hire you at that point and and if you have the job and they're getting calls i mean that's why that communication part especially in a living document like that has to be has to be super important all right anything else coach no sounds Uh, good all right till next week bye thank you sports social podcast network lucky land casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky lucky in line at the deli i guess aha in my dentist's office